wish you knew more stuff. Wish you were more helpful around the house or had an understanding of something that people are talking about at a party. Don't worry, you're not alone. That's why we have enlisted Skillshare to help you out. That's right, Skillshare is a proud sponsor of the A7FL and the A7FL's three-on-one podcast. We want you to get in on the good stuff now. So go to the link right below in the description or wherever you're watching this or go to a7fl.tv slash podcast. Click the Skillshare link and you get a free 30-day trial because you are a fan of the A7FL. So do the thing. Head on over right now to a7fl.tv slash podcast or click right in the description below if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast right now. Do the thing. Click the link in the info below and sign up now. Do 30 days free because of us here at the A7FL. Well, because because we love you. We want you to have cool stuff. And now back to this piece of A7FL content, more than likely showing my face. A7FL 3-on-1 podcast. I'm Matt Ryan, joined alongside Big Rob Fabian and Corey Hammond. And someone found their Zoom backgrounds. Rob, Rob having fun. Not me. I'm sorry. Oh, we we needed that. It has been an interesting seven days in the American Sevens Football League. Mm -hmm. And as we head towards the playoffs, guys... Are you excited to not have to do a top ten after a certain point? Because it's, no, I feel like I feel like after stressful. we're done with the actual unofficial official, uh, you know, AP because we are the Associated Press of the A7FL officially. Um, yeah, we are. We definitely are. Once we're done with like the team top ten, I feel like we're just gonna have to move into other top tens, and everybody's gonna be just on notice at that point. And because we don't know what the top ten's gonna be, they don't know how to prepare. And unlike the net point conversation, which turned into maybe the highest differential of points in the history, do we want to look at the before we weekend, go into the top ten? Do we want to look at the scoreboard for the week? Because but but let me just first say, as we look at the beautiful thing in the background here with this omegas, even though we got blown out and shout out to the renegades who might have even made their case for one of the things we were just talking about the point differential went down though we were the only team that i think closed the gap a little bit yeah yeah 45 is 45 is less than 60 whatever nice nice it is improvement there's levels to this game or Corey playing 6d chess right now it's not 3D chess. Listen, it's not 4D listen, chess. My man's listen. playing in six dimensions. Hey, listen. First of all, we got to be optimistic. Yes, we're 0-5. We're not going to hide from it. Yes, we have the worst point differential in the league. But yes, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think the Omegas, based on the, the, the battles that we have week in and week out, if we were to face one of these other bottom-tier teams you know, around the, around the country – I feel like we would have a chance against those teams, even if they, they want to talk their own shit because their point differential is a little bit better. Yeah. Or they manage to score, you know, 28, 27 or whatever against the defense that's literally just standing there and not not attempting to try to stop the offense. And, and Rob, uh, news around the league, a coaching change, which is weird to say in the A7FL <laughs> as 
Anthony Bartley is resigned from the Vegas Pit Bosses. Uh, he's moving on to other endeavors. Coach Q, who we saw in the fall with the Insomniacs, will be taking over for the final couple of weeks of the season. Uh, good luck to Coach Q and the members of the Pit Bosses. And we, we wish everybody involved with that luck. But let's move on to the scores from this past week. But just real quick, because that was something that just – let's just give it a, give it a little bit of a head – a headstone to it is that not the quickest fall from grace in the history of the a7 we went from a fall champion and then two weeks later we started the season and it seems like the scooby-doo meme and where if we pull off the mask of those pit bosses they look an awful lot like the last year in fall insomniacs and if you pull off the mask of the insomniacs all of a sudden it's the is that the dream team that you guys played Endeavor out there in the Battle of Bullhead? What's going on? <laughs> but we will be back actually out there in July. Uh, Corey won't be there alone. Me, Rob, and Corey will be uh, in Anderson Automotive Fieldhouse calling the action. Looking uh, for SGBs somewhere. I get to meet all you guys in person for the first time. And then I get to hear, I get to feel the, damn, you're actually big, big Rob. <laughs> yes, that's why there's a... That's why my first name is Big. Yeah, middle name Rob, is... last name yeah. Fabian. It's like a tribe yeah, called yeah. Quest. You just got to say it all together. I say the whole thing. You know what I got? I got? I got people thought I was taller for some reason. They're like, you're shorter than I thought. I was you like, hold up. You look taller on camera. It's the it's the the way you, you know what I'm saying? It's, I got it's... I got that best. I, I talk about my hero all the time. I got that best genus neck, right? Oh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Go ahead. <laughs> so let's talk about the scores around the league, our three games of the week. The Patterson, you got the win over the Silk City Animals in a game that I initially thought was going to be closer. They got the win 39-12. to The BIC were not the 80 boys, but they still got in a thunderstorm in what we considered monsoon conditions. we got to talk about that part of it. Mm. They got the win 40-12, to the Snow Tribe being able to get two scores on the board. And the Renegades did defeat the Omegas 45 to nil. That rain delay was one of the more interesting experiences of my time in this league, full of interesting experiences. Because when we went off the air with that first game, Will Franklin came in and all the players came in because they were starting to walk on the field. And then we just start seeing people come back in. And we're like, what? what's going on? Like, we ended that first game a little early. We had some time between the two games. Right. And then everybody on the Snow Tribe was in our studio. And then everybody from the BIC was in the studio. And I think I said this on the air. It started to feel like a lock-in. Like we were, on, we were at the aquarium or something. And we did that because there was lightning. <laughs> and we are on the water. And yeah. that's a bad situation very bad and in ohio it was fucking thunder hailing thunder hail in and we cut he's not joking he's not joking i'm not ribbing and we cut to the field and it, and we're and we're like is that snow right is it, that snow the field was had that, that frosted white on the top yeah we cut away from the field we cut back to the field. It looked like a mini wheat. Like it, and the now it's green. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like a mini wheat. It, it did look like a mini wheat. And did. I guess they turned the field over because then it looked like the other side of a mini wheat <laughs> because there was no frosting. Right. Weather. 
It's a mother. Probably one of the. I think pro- that's probably one of the worst weather weekends in A7 FL history. Was it worse the in East. the first week of 21 though? Because but that was just that was just in one place because we yeah. had Baltimore, we had New Jersey. Yep. We saw what happened in Ohio. And in Vegas and LA, it was just beautiful weather. It was they no, were taunting. No, I just got a text. I just got a text. You know, don't forget to remember there was a slight cloud cover and those teams <laughs> in Vegas. LA was fine. LA was fine. The Aces took care of business out there. But the the, the slight cloud cover in Vegas, there was like a, the, the the glare was weirder. The and and it affected it was it affected some of the guys. So 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 the Vegas slight cloud cover. Baltimore had a hurricane. New Jersey had a, a monsoon. And whatever happened in Ohio happened and it was on camera or I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. And then Back. the night and then the night crawlers had sixty seven points in the second quarter. So yeah. <laughs> Wait, that was in the snow the final score was sixty two to nothing. Let's take a look at the oh, scores. Jeez. So then 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 the most recent post that I saw was an absolute lie and chalk. I'm coming for you. I don't know how. <laughs> but, but we're we're looking at the scores here on the screen, guys. The insomniacs are the new record holders until probably this Sunday, uh, as they defeated the gold eighty-six to nothing with the highest point differential in a seven FL history. A week before that, uh, the OTT got a ninety-two. Uh, the 38 loss, but the OTT resolved that by scoring 84 of their own points. Yeah, because apparently Savion Cunningham is just an automatic 40 out there, <laughs> just on three-on-ones. And they all know it's happening. And I listened to the other side of the ball. Check out the other side of the ball. We got a Viking on there now. We got a, a dub on there now and Chris Vera. And one of the things that Chris Vera said is that they were asking themselves, well, why does – why does Savion Cunningham even allow other guys to do it? That's the conversation. Not, oh, how do you tackle them? Because they just can't figure it out. Their thing. And why would he ever allow someone else to do it? And if you're having that conversation, then, hey, man, it, him and Lavish T out there on three-on-one specifically, yeah, Lavish, Lavish T for sticking Lavish it. Lavish T is going they're crazy. Problems. They're, they're, Those dudes are problems. Their overall output might be uh, at, at a higher level in Shanti Worthy. I, you know, it's it's yet to be seen what three-on-one coverage their type the type of coverage they're facing, um, you know, to, to allow that kind of thing. But they got to be at least in the conversation with the Shanti oh, for Worthy, sure, and, for sure. You know, for, for, for sure. And and for when returners. we look at we look at the the Nevada scores, let's run through them really quick. Eighty-six to nothing. Uh, the OTT won eighty-four to thirty-six. The Force win fifty-three to nothing. The Sick with it win fifty-two to six. Uh, we look at Florida. The Ghost beat lose to the Nightcrawlers, sixty-two nothing. Uh, the closest game of the week was the Crush and the Volcanoes. They got a twenty-five to twenty-four win. Did the Volcanoes their first win in their team's history? So congrats! Shout uh, out to the Volcanoes, all the Tangy baby. Shout out to all the Tangy. That pterodactyl on top of that volcano standing up right now with his wings in the air. Let's go. They're called Olin Tangy because they leave your vo- your faces full of tang at the end of it. They just pour orange powder over you. That's why their color exactly. is orange. Exactly. And the Chaos are undefeated. They defeated the Heist 26 to nothing. And the Watchmen uh, eviscerate the Buzz 60 to nothing. Yeah, that, that was crazy. I'm not going to. I'm surprised. That. Yeah, that one was a weird one to me. I, I didn't yeah. expect that to happen. Uh, what did I say before all the games? What did I say before all the games? We talk about net points. That's what we use to decide. And all of a sudden, all these teams are like throttled down, <laughs> no sportsmanship, 
But even then, like, we have this interesting class problem in the A7FL. And I think New Jersey's done a lot of course correction because of necessity. Because you look at what the animals did in the offseason. You look what the Snow Tribe and the Renegades did in the offseason. They're more competitive in these games than they were a year ago, two seasons right. ago. Well, and and those two games, the one o'clock and the four o'clock, you look at the first halves of those games. Right. They're yeah. games. Yeah. You even look, you, you know, and I'm on the Omegas, and I'm always shouting them out, but but you even look at some of the Omegas games, you know, 12 nothing at half against both the Snow Tribe and the Renegades. You know, as bad as our point differentials have been, the Boston Omegas, it, even even those games still – you know, aren't the wow? It's the second quarter, and uh, Insomniacs have fifty uh, nothing. You know, you know what I mean. So, so the, that course correction, I think, even though you look at the final scores, they they do end up where the momentum kind of kicks in. You know, it's it's interesting. Both of those games at one and four o'clock in in that weather seemed almost like the exact same game at times. Yeah, and I you remarked that you you made a note of that when we were on the air on Sunday. And you can watch those games back on a7fl.tv or internationally on DAZN. When you look at the teams in Nevada and Florida, you see the elite level of athlete that exists out there. And Ohio. And Ohio. But there's, there's more. Yeah, like we have to look at it to scale because in Ohio – there's obviously a number one team. The Chaos right. are the number one team. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. In comparison to the com- the, the component parts of their division, yeah. we, we have that hierarchy that you're talking about. And you look at Nevada, and they they jump the line in a lot of ways. And we, we talk about this off the air in our group chat that Rob occasionally reads. Uh when it's when it's go when it's go when it's going good, he's yeah. always in there. Yeah. <laughs> when it's me and Corey just dicking and farting around in there, Rob Rob wants nothing to do with it. Um, but when it's, you except for to say pause. Oh yeah. Um, but when you look at how Nevada speed ran their development in this league, I think that's what's caused a disparity and. There are three teams that are making a compelling argument to be considered at the top of this league or in the argument to be one of the upper-tier teams. We all have a consensus one team that we see as a potential competitor to a BIC, to a U, to a Watchman. But then there are the other teams that are starting to make a case, but it's hard to figure out whether or not when we get into the national playoff, if their number gets called, if they go on a run, when they step into Anderson Automotive Fieldhouse on July 23rd, will they own the moment or will they shrink? Because the force, last year they stepped up, they answered the call, they won one, they lost one. I think that the Insomniacs can put up one hell of a fight against whoever they face. I think. Well, how about this? I have a hot take. I have a hot take for you. You go first, Rob. But I think it might even be the same hot take that I'm about yeah. to make. Well, and you know, mine's going to be quick. There's no one in. There's literally no one in Vegas 
better than the Insomniacs right now. Okay. And honestly, the only team that can come to the East and give BIC the U and the Watchmen even a little bit of a challenge is the Insomniacs. And the other take, the other take. No, no, no. Let me follow that one. Let me follow that one. I got you. I got you. The other take. It's still along the same lines. If those three teams that I mentioned, if BIC, the Watchmen, or the the U, don't pay attention, the Insomniacs are going to bust their ass. And Vegas might have their first champion. All right. Now, 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 got to be careful. So I, I I think there's there's a little machine right now that's printing out a little little tiny little you know <laughs> this approximate <laughs> side of paper. <laughs> so let me just I think that yo Rob this might be one of the best little segments of a show we've ever done. <laughs> Rob says that about the Insomniacs, and that's basically a, a, a mid-season you know three quarters of the way through the regular season coronation of the Vegas champs. Now I will say this. When was the last time the Insomniacs actually played a meaningful A7FL football game, guys? Week one. And who was it against? Sick with it. And what has Sick with it done? Would, you, just would you say that, though? Because I more, think that game let, against the Force was very meaningful. I, I think that was a changing of the guard meant, game. I think it meant but, more to us than it did the win. I mean, they won. But you can't you but can't blame that control. for the, you gotta you can't blame this them for having that schedule. You, you can't. No, no and, I, and no. I'm not. And, I, and I'm not. No disrespect to them. And I obviously, you know, I'm one of the, the three that when we do the top 10 that we will release later, I unanimous, unanimously with you guys put them where we put them. So I do respect them. I respect their entire roster. I, I like what they do. And I've even been trying to, like, kind of imagine what their offensive line would do against some of the more elite defensive lines. And I think at least based on what they put on tape that they could they could hang. At so minimal. I'm sick, right? No, I'm talking about Insomniac specifically right now. But oh, my yeah, no, point can, is, yeah, and, and then we and then we got off the rails. I wanted it to be just be back to back. So you know, Matt's better at this. He might be able to cut this into a clip, and then we can post it on on uh, Twitter and Reddit where I see things because that's where the no, I'm sure. But how hard is it, Rob? And you know this by you know this from from experience from years and years and years of facing the same teams both in the regular season and then having to come back and beat beat or unfortunately not beat. That same right. team in the playoffs. Yeah, I've suffered that a few times. The Insomniacs, the last time they played a meaningful football game was week one of this regular season. And we could almost assume that based on where the the, the playoff structures aligned, that the first round of their playoffs is likely going to be against a team like, for instance, the Kryptonite or like an OTT or, 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 or one of those like tail in, you know, extra game bracket teams can play them so that the first round of their playoff game is probably going to be a very similar outcome that we've seen but likely based on what we've seen who are they going to face in that nevada championship sick and how many points did they beat sick in week one three so the the separation of those teams in my opinion might be a lot wider because that was the first time the insomniacs as a group played with each other that's the first time sick with it as a group played with each other and both of those teams can and probably should have evolved since but what i'm saying is is that as easy as the sled has been and as the trend in vegas is is that the guys that are in that top spot they do all of the wrong things at times now i'm not saying the insomniacs have ever shown that 
because when Sickwood had put up 92, they had they were on a mission and came to play against the gold and a game that they could have, you know, kind of like messed around with. They put up 86 and allowed nothing. So I'm not saying that this is a definite, but Rob, as you say that there's no competition in Vegas for them, I would agree with all but one of the teams that I've seen so far. Yeah. And if I, they I, make I mean, it to the Vegas championship and yeah, lose to mean, stick with it, all no. of the time that they spent at the number one on our top ten, it, it it's absolute anything. fucking garbage. Congratulations yeah. on the participation trophy. Their biggest challenges are way ahead of them, and they better stay on the right track and, and know that nothing means anything until they get past those guys. And that's where I kind of messed up, where I didn't give sick with it any credit. I was really just talking about how good – they are no, in comparison like, to what you would no, no, assume no. from an out-of-state team. That's what yeah, I think yeah. you were saying is that, hey, you watch no. them, pay attention yeah, to the spot. Pay attention. I'm but, telling them that because I'm an East Coast guy. I'm a Northeast yeah. guy. But I'm I'll, I'll say this. Guys, I'm telling which I'm talking to three championship teams. We're yeah, talking about ace, ace, John Goss from the Watchmen, the Watchmen's quarterback, who is a championship player in this league. He won a chip in 2018. We're talking about all those guys on the U and all the chips they have and the BIC guys who just got a taste of their second championship. I'm talking to those three guys, the guys that I know, the guys that I've had battles with, I've played with. I'm talking to them. The last time we underestimated someone was two years straight. And well, it was all in the Northeast, but it happened two years straight to New Jersey. We underestimated Baltimore. What happened okay. in 2018? Championship. championship. We underestimated the Immortals in 2019. What happened? Pennsylvania Championship. I'm just saying, yeah. I would not like, I don't, listen, the Insomniacs have the best chance. Sick Witted is not ready for the big dance. I, they're just not. I'm, this is just my And maybe not. And opinion. maybe not because a lot but, of those guys, a lot of those guys are new to league. Right. But I will say this a lot of those guys are from that. That pitball team, if, they we, if ball, we rip up they the ball, they but, ball. But what I'll say is this you're speaking to the New Jersey guys, they better pay attention to the Insomniacs. I'm speaking directly to the Insomniacs that when you play sick with it, that was your biggest test, and you better you better man up and take that that shit personally because that's your biggest obstacle into right now at least yeah, to no, get it to the next stage. True. And then I maybe even stop, the aces and maybe even the aces who last year went almost down to the wire with the Vegas champs, the force and beat the force earlier in the season. So, and they got to contend with them because the, the Nevada and LA teams are rooted in the play. They're in the same playoff. And and no disrespect to the aces. We haven't seen enough. That's the only reason why we can't give you right. Your flowers now. And you're not getting flowers, flowers. but I will warn the insomniacs. If they, even if they beat sick with it, if they go, ah, we got this, we already booking our, our plane tickets to Ohio to play the chaos. Be careful. Got to be careful, man. This is where it gets be sticky. Careful. This is where somebody can get too cocky. This is where some teams can get too hot. This is where some teams have – some most – there's teams that have been waiting for this very moment to get hot. You know, you and, know and what and it is, Rob? it's a conversation about depth, too. Corey, please go yeah. ahead. You know what it is, Rob? When you be, – let's let's do, go through the hypothetical scenario, and if the Insomniacs beat sick with it, in a championship game that's like really tough and they're really excited about themselves. They're holding up a trophy and they're really excited and they're like, ah, we got that, you know, stupid California team next week, whatever. A couple guys don't show up. They're like, ah, they got this with, you know, we, we got a deep roster. I'm not even right, going right, to go out right. there. Mm, 
that's not how that's not how this works that's not how this works work like that and and i think you better not be you better not be dancing in the fourth quarter if the game's not over i'll I'll say if you're not up by a sufficient amount and there's time left on the clock and you're hitting the park heights boogie or the patterson bop or the silk city shuffle the 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 Sin City Watutsi, I don't know what the fuck, but when <laughs> the, that might be the, the episode roulette title. rumba, yeah, oh. the roulette rumbo, what's a what's a R? I, I said rumba, rumba, that's, rumba. That's, yeah, rumba yeah. works. I just I'm just so white, I just change it three times. <laughs> Hell, am I not the whitest guy in this podcast? Uh, I don't know. But <laughs> when when we when we talk about these Vegas teams. And, and Rob, this is something you've said about yourself. If it's not an important game at certain points, oh, yeah, your players won't show up. I'm and I deep. think that's that's you know we've seen that with Matt Riddick this year. We've seen that with Kurt Mosey this year. We've seen that with with a lot of BIC players. When does that? Is it when you hit the playoffs? Because right now for the BIC, and we'll talk about this when we get into the top ten. Every game's a playoff game because there is no undefeated team in the Northeast. There's no clear top two seeds, and the top two seeds in the Northeast right. get a first round bye. Right. So do and we talked about this on the air and off the air. Do you want that first round bye? Do you want that week if off? I'm, if I'm BIC, I want that bye. I, last week I said they wouldn't want the bye. They want to keep playing. After what I've seen, after what I've heard. If I'm BIC, I do want that buy. We are in the Northeast. We are in the toughest division in the A7FL. That one-week break would be very, very beneficial to a team like BIC who, I don't know if you guys have noticed, they're going to get hot. They're getting hot. They're getting hot. They look a lot better than they did week one. BIC is getting hot. I'll ask you this: who, who have we not seen on their defensive line in a couple of weeks because of injury? Variety's just chilling. He's not even and, hurt. He's not hurt. He's not and, hurt. And, and and so he's not hurt, and that's good. To, good to hear. But there's that. I've also heard rumors about Bic. So I, if I were the league, I would oh, I would lot. keep listen. I would keep your eyes open. Eye on Bic. Listen, we're not going to give you any specifics on the rumors. I'm not giving y'all shit. Oh BIC come on! I'm no, right no. here, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Bic is very dangerous. They're very dangerous late season and in playoffs. Be careful. Be yeah. careful with BIC. Look, I, I heard that they have a secret weapon. They have a secret weapon that will only come out if they're up by five touchdowns or more. We don't know who the secret weapon is. We heard he might yes, be related do. to en- Endeavor. We're not sure. <laughs> But it's it DJ is DJ Mike. It's DJ Mike, right, Rob? <laughs> DJ Mike. <laughs> but what I what I will say is is that in the coming weeks, I hope to see that secret weapon in the exact garb that he he demonstrated for both of those teams in that Randall. Hey, oh hey, he this is oh, an upper body business. This is an you, upper you body. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm just saying it's an upper body business. And sometimes <laughs> you need to be comfortable in a monsoon. Matt's hey, in his drawers right now. Monsoon, <laughs> monsoon or, or clear weather, comfort is key. Um, we're sitting, letting, I mean, that person's sitting in a chair for 12 hours straight. 
And he needed, and that, he needed better pants. That's all listen, I'm going to say. That, that secret weapon is the the prince that was promised multitasking, um, the dragon with three heads, all of that. Now, we're talking about playoffs, and I think what's interesting is, is as we talk about these playoffs, some of these other, like, sub-conversations are popping up. But one thing I would, I would kind of like to, you know, kind of get your guys' take on and, and maybe try to pinpoint is – you know, in the A7, a, a lot of times in the playoffs, especially early, it's chalk, right? Teams are already slotted. They're already better. It is what it is. They show up and they take care of business. What is the one spot, whether it's a division or a specific team or, or a, a place where you, where you think maybe the, 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 the chalk would be vulnerable, what is your guys' take on what, what might be the biggest, you know, team or situation upset-wise in the upcoming playoffs? If – if I'm the animals or the renegades, I would be elated to play spoiler. They're going to put me on the path to play certain teams that I've played before. And then I get a shot at the big dogs after, you know, the wild card week. And those, those guys, those two teams are the only two teams, honestly, that can really play spoiler and, you know, shock the world, but they're, they're in decent spots because, Hey, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make it. There's only one team in the hunt, right? Two teams in the hunt right now. And they decide and that they on face, Sunday. They decide that on Sunday. So after Sunday, the last game that's played on Sunday clinched. That's it. Every We know what's going on. We we're, know exactly we're, we're playing for there. seeding at that point. Yeah, everything is seeding at that point. And, so, and to give an update wait, wait, on the th- East. Wait, this weekend is Scuzz and Blow? Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, taking a look at the Northeast right now, there's a three-way tie for first that's broken up by net points. So right four now, four-way, isn't it? It's te- four-way. Te- four-way, yeah, technically four-way tie. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. How does that? Even, how is that? Po- how do you even figure that out? Net points. That's how it's broken down. That's how it's broken it's down on the web. It's uh, it's net. Well, because some of some because because the thing is is also right now at least there's there's some of them that don't have a common opponent, and the yeah. weirdest thing is that the Watchmen aren't going to play to animals if somehow those teams. That's crazy. All yeah, right. Anyway. Well, the, the, right now We're... the Watchmen would have to lose on Sunday to the Renegades, to to which fall. is not which is not out of the question. It's not out of the any question. Any given Sunday, like any given it, Sunday. It, yeah, it's not likely, but that defense can kind of neutralize a lot that's going on. Yeah, I, I like I like that Renegades defense, but the same issues that we've talked about with that offense yeah, yeah. is the issues we had we've had all season. Now the guy that they've been having a quarterback the past couple of games, Chris, you know he he does seem to have a little bit of a grasp of the position. He does kind of, you know, I, I see him running the offense that they've always, uh, you know, they were honestly they were pushing it on me, and I was like, ah, I don't know. And I I, I could see the benefit of, of some of the things they were doing, um, in in you know the 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 three day stint that I had on their their roster uh, early in the, the preseason this year. <laughs> Um, but th- you know, it, it's Dondre Haynes is, is 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 actually missing from a lot of the film and tape and and making Indeed. all these impact plays. But Indeed. it's not because his impact is any less. He's taking the role on defense to be the guy that gets double teamed. And That's it's, not a little it's open, job. No, it it isn't, and That's it's opened the door job. for Trey Baskerville. Exactly, and 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 so he's also been the guy that that when they're on offense. I would say as, as a personal friend of his, a really close friend of his, but also as an analyst on this, I have no shame in saying that I feel like he has to step his game up in, in catching the ball a little bit more consistently. 
But when he's not catching the ball, he's making impact plays by blocking two or three people at once. DeAndre Hayes, also- DeAndre Hayes, you're being nice because he's your friend. I love the guy, but he has to step it the fuck up. I'm not yeah, going to lie to you. But what I'm With saying Trey is- Baskerville playing at the level he's playing. Let's just be real here. Sure. Just imagine if DeAndre Hayes was playing like he was playing a year ago or the year before. But can but you have, is, is and, and this is a question coming from someone who hasn't played and just looks at the game from a fan and analyst perspective. You need the guy to set the pick. You need the guy to draw the distraction. Is that the best possible role right now for DeAndre Haynes because of the ability for Trey Baskerville to get free from pursuit and get to the quarterback? Well, what you see on defensive line is the way that they line up now is instead of putting DeAndre at at that defensive end position where he's got the one-on-one matchup, He's playing D-tackle, so he's actually usually absorbing either the, the main bulk of the blocking or the double team, which has freed up the, the better opportunities for both of those defensive ends, specifically Trey Baskerville, obviously on a de- defensive player of the year type of run this year with over 15 sacks, but also he Malik. He might who, break the record. Yeah, yeah and I, you know we got to go back in the film because he is basically about to break the record, so we have to verify it. What is the record? Is it 20? Exactly. So, but but the point is, is on defense, Dondre is playing that role where he's not the main playmaker that gets the stat on defense, but his impact is not necessarily less just because we can't see it all the time when the, the he, play breaks here's down. A, here's but a on question. on the three-on-one, he's still the thrower, he's still the yeah. tackler. And then on offense, all of the defenses that play them double-team Dondre. They have a they have a linebacker, and, and a lot of times the guy who's rushing the quarterback, instead of rushing the quarterback, they're hanging on for dear life to a 6'8 monster. So the fact that he's not necessarily producing, Rob, I do agree with you. The type of caliber player that he is, he should be, when he gets those opportunities, he should capitalize. But his impact is still felt, and against the Watchmen, who if we started talking about the guys on their roster, we would have a, a two-hour-long show. Sure. He does have to make make a couple of more plays on offense, and I think he has to. Even though he's getting double teamed, he has to make just as much of an impact. But I think as that's a scapegoat. Y'all, give, y'all giving him a little bit of a scapegoat because let's be real, right? If it's a if it's a four man line, and DeAndre's playing that linebacker ish position, you know what I'm talking about? That hybrid kind of hanging in the middle covering Trey Baskerville's on one side, Predators on the other side, and Big Angry's in the middle. That is a fucking amazing front four. Yeah. He should still be able to do something. Don't get me wrong. If Trey Baskerville is just getting there first and putting in the work, and if that's the case, that's just the case. He's just I he's s- having I've a, seen it firsthand. Yeah, he's Trey having, Baskerville got there yeah. first. I sidestepped him. He's got like nine foot tentacles, grabbed yeah, me. Yeah, I'm yeah. running around. I somehow still managed to be on my feet. Guess who was there? Dondre yeah, smacks yeah. the ball out also, of my hand. Also, can we I shout out how athletic Corey around. looked on Sunday? Oh, come on. I think no, it was no. just the, I think it was just the weather. Everybody else was slip sliding around. I got those I got those like those uh one one and a quarter inch cleats, which isn't true actually. Um, my ankle's just finally healthy. <laughs> but come but on, Corey, here, say here's something a, nice about the you. Here's a question. Oh, it is you week. It is you week. It is you week. Um, they are, they are the preeminent franchise in the A7FL with the most with the most uh, championships, aren't they, Rob? <laughs> Time to be nice to J Rock. <laughs> oh boy. Um, J- but- if I if I literally said J like if I did a, a J Rock sonnet right now, in Gaston character, 
He'd oh still come and try to crush me. No, he, yeah, pretty much. You're, I'm not you're praising gonna, J-Rock. They're going to try He's to cook, serve, and anyway. reheat you, bro. And I, I hate that fact. We set the net point conversation, and it's yeah. cool. But look, my I, guys I, are I have five there fight, yeah. except for one of them. I have two questions. First, first question. Well, one question, and then I want to run through the playoff seating because there's something very interesting about it. If that Renegades team is in any other division, are they a first place team? Okay. Do they have the offense, okay, Rob, to beat the Insomniacs in in, in the, the matchup, this, matchup, matchup? This isn't. This isn't. This is a hypothetical, right? Yep. Give me, give me Corey Price. If it's he- if it's healthy across the board, they have no, Corey, they no, have Khalil Green. Let's 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 split okay, the question both, then. Both, both. Fully healthy, current staff. Fully healthy, they're number two in Vegas. Easily. Sick with it, can't hang. What Sorry. about Ohio? They're number one in Ohio. Okay. They're Florida. Number two in Florida. Okay. What about Cali? I don't know what's going on in Cali. It's kind of you know what they they would be stuck in a haze out there. That's all. I'm yeah, saying. and yeah. and I and based off of what I've seen in Cali, um, when they when they did come out here, but that was two seasons ago, so it's like ugh. I don't last even know. Year's, yeah, last year's teams, last year's team was pretty much par for par on the same level as the Force. Now they so had then, some things so, better. So the Renegades are number one. Worse. So the Renegades are number one because unless I'm, they got better, because the Aces could have got better. We we they could have, but we we, we can't see it. They would be number two. Kelly, send us the film. We'll watch it. Yeah, they would be number two in Vegas, one in Ohio, two in Florida, one in one in Las Vegas. It's only in the Northeast in New Jersey where the Renegades are straddling at five or six or wherever they're at. Healthy, but unhealthy, they, I still think they'd be pretty high up in Vegas. I still think they'd be like three. I think that. The, the thing that would happen in a game head-to-head with the Renegades versus a lot of these teams is if you watch the film, there's it's not like the defenses on, the, on these rosters are devoid of any talent. We talk about defensive players in Vegas, in Florida, in Ohio, not really specifically in Ohio, but the chaos defense does you know, put up numbers and they have, you know, almost more, they, they definitely have more points scored as a defense when they get like a turnover for a touchdown than they've allowed. They've only allowed six points all season, but the defensive line that the renegades have none of these offenses in any other division, except for the teams that maybe play the night crawlers in Florida have seen anything even close to that type right. of defensive intensity. Right. And what you don't understand is, is that the type of athletes that Trey Baskerville and Dondre Haynes are is, yes, they're enormous. I've seen big guys in the other divisions. But tell me on the planet how many people you've met, Rob, that are 6'5 or, or taller that can move the way that those two guys do. Because no, I haven't I mean, seen it. No, not I don't think they're human. And if we go too far into it, <laughs> they might get back, uh, you know, they might get beamed back to their home planet. Because that's basically what t- kind of time they're on if I'm on sus timing, according to one of our commenters. But let's, but let's talk about the playoff seating, and then we'll wrap with the top 10. Rob, Rob's reading a hate text right now from all the other teams <laughs> of the league. On a, on a group, group text, they all got his number right now. The, He's now up to 1,800 texts in, unread. In the Northeast, it's the Watchmen and the BIC is the top two seeds. So right now, the Watchmen and the BIC get that by. Okay. 
1631 for those Lord. listening to us wherever podcasts are sold. How? Um, in the three spot is the Patterson U. So they would play the Snow Tribe, who currently have the spot. So if the Snow Tribe hold on and get and get to where they got to go, if they get another win, they'll be moving on to the wild card round. Okay. The Renegades are the five seed. So they would play the Animals. The Animals are the four seed right now in the East. That's a game that they, That's a they game. called me to say that they want back. That's a game that they go on Facebook and they're saying, Come on, animals, play us instead of the Omegas. Right, they're, right, they're, right. they're incentivized to get that. So if that holds, now what happens if the the assumption of the assumption of this weekend's games is that BIC manages whatever one way or another to beat the animals, the U one way or another finds a way to beat the Omegas, right? You know, hypothetically. And the Watchmen hypothetically beat the Renegades. How does that shake out the playoff picture? It, stay, it stays the same, It right? would stay the it same. It would stay it the same. It doesn't necessarily stay the same. It, it depends on their win yeah. margins if, no, right but, now. But the animals would lose. If the animals lose, they would fall yeah, to BIC, four and yep. two. Yeah, they would stay the four right, yeah. Ralph, right, Ralph. And okay, that's so the, the thing with the animals. We don't. It's it's no disrespect to the animals, but we we've we've established that we thought the animals were going to complete the season at five and two. So even the loss to the U, we still look right. You know what I'm saying? If they lose to BIC, we still look right. They're four and two. They're they're clean up last game of the season. It doesn't really change much. I didn't put the animals with the three-headed monster of the Watchmen, BIC, and the U. I had the animals as the front-runner runner of the three-headed monster of the animals, the Renegades, and the Snow Tribe. So, Those are the, you right. know, so. So the, so the top of the division, basically, if they, if, if they win out, which they're favored to do, right? Yeah, they're fighting each other. Basically. Now, the Renegades could throw, a, could throw a wrench in all of this because they play both the Watchmen and the U, which is a tough way to end the season. Yeah. Oh, they're kind of they're kind of they're kind of solidified into that number what that that five spot anyway. What the Renegades uh, unless can the do, animals collapse and the Renegades what, beat those two teams that yeah, they if, can't, if the Renegades the Renegade win, win out then it's then it's an interesting then then no, everything because they have the, the law, but but they have the law but they have the loss to the animals head to head so it doesn't even matter. No 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 that doesn't matter if he if they have a loss to the animals head to head it ends up not mattering as much. No, that that loss. Ends- no, that can that those those matter. Head to heads matter. Right. Uh, so if if somehow the animals lose the next two game, which would be interesting. Um, but if if the Renegades win the next two, listen, then they would you guys are making I, you guys are making it confusing because what happens is that and if you're saying this is a hypothetical where the Renegades beat the U, correct? Yes. No. It's it's but a hypothetical. Oh yeah, the, the Renegades, Renegades yes. win out. And get yes. to five and two. Right. What I'm saying is. No, that would is, be four and three. Yeah. No, listen, listen what I'm saying. If the Renegades hypothetically beat the U somehow magically, yeah. the U beat the animals. It is a net points battle. There's no more head to head. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's fair. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it, it gets, gets even crazier. All right. It, so let's it, not it, even let's not even do that. Let's just have but, it. But how about let's, let's talk about the let's talk about the bottom of the division because we actually have a little pigtail, little, you know, little cute little circle game. And an actual play in game in the Northeast this weekend. Yeah, the Snow Tribe and the DC Buzz will be one of the games we're we're focusing on this Sunday on and the that's in, NFL games of the week. I'll yeah. give you my take. I'll and give that's you my in take. DC? No, that's in Jersey. That is our four o'clock game. Take. You see it on the screen. 
I'll give you, you my go. take right now, man. What do you got? This is it, Snow Tribe. This is the last time I can go. I can vote for you guys. This is the last time I can put my faith in the Snow Tribe. If the Snow Tribe do not win this game, I'm officially no longer a Snow Tribe fan because they think I hate them anyway. You're gonna you're gonna hand in your banner, your, yeah, your commemorative hand, pin, your T-shirt. I'm gonna give Big Mike. I'm gonna give Big Mike the the hoodie back. I, I can't. Because, I you can't got you got a Snow Tribe hoodie? No, I don't. You know I would have worn it already. They, no, uh, you, they are got, we gonna have, have to give back those days. Azuna thing? Because I already I've used them. I've used them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shout the Azuna. Azuna is a fitting so far on their season. Azuna is a fitting uh, sponsor for them because most of their games they've stunk. I Damn! Say that. Damn! I knew you were gonna say that. Shit. You're Matt spiteful. brought it up, and I was trying not to. But I'll say this. I've been a fan of, of the roster that they put together because I unequivocally, everybody that I talk to in the league, whether it's guys on the animals, guys on BIC, they look at the roster, they look at the team that they put out there, and they look at the athletes. They look at that new tight end, number zero, Ricky, that was just throwing humans around like they were ants crawling off them at a barbecue in that Renegades game. Uh, the number 11, they got uh, – number 11 is, is a guy named Tevin from Kansas that, that plays corner. And I've worked with him in practice. I've seen the kind of talent level that he brings to the table. He's a new guy. And then it's all of the old characters. Marcel Chapman's been making big plays. You see Shane Turner wide open most of the time. Rob's going to groan, but Eddie Pettyote has been. Uh, nah, there you go. But, and, and then they got the, the running back, Shug. They got Max Taylor. I was calling him Max McGee. I don't know why. But not to mention Lil Bolton, Darius Pearson. Then their defense. On and on and on and on, right? So, so it, they can salvage it just like they did last year. I feel like last year this was the exact moment where they just lost to BIC, and all of a sudden they went inside, they talked to each other, and then they fixed it. Well, it was nice that they got to play the Animals again, and then the Covington Heist. I don't think that that's what's on their schedule, but if they can salvage and win one time, they they're can, in the playoffs bro. again. I'm not saying they can't. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I know. I'm with you. That's what I'm saying. I'm with you. They're right there. They just got to figure it out. Guys, just, just listen. Snow Tribe players that are listening or watching this pod, just believe in Jonathan Kills on the offense. Make those blocks. Make those blocks. Guys on defense. Haas. Haas, Haas to me. A few more good games, and he would have been right behind Trey Baskerville. He's had he's had a decent year for him. It's not DPOY, but it's been decent. Isaac is there. You got Rondo, who's probably one of the better cornerbacks, the defensive backs in the league this year. He looks good. Guys, get hyped for your teammates. Get excited for your teammates. Go out there with some type of gumption, some type of juice. Don't go against the DC Buzz sleep because those guys on the DC Buzz, if that same team that came out to play the animals comes out, the animals are going to fuck home. I mean, the snow tribe is going to fuck home. You can't, you cannot lay down against the DC Buzz. Those guys are vicious. They're, it's going to be a game. It's probably going to be one of the better games this season, believe it or not. That, I, I that's believe a great that. matchup. And that game will but, be at 4 p.m. on, Snow on Tribe. A7, on Snow Tribe. On well, Rob, how did, you, how did you start that plea? Listen to your damn quarterback. You said you got to believe in kills. I believe in him. Do you? Do I believe in kills? If I'm on yeah. a Snow Tribe right now, going against the D.C. bus, You have no choice. Yeah. 
Hell yeah, do, I believe do, in Keels. Is that, so then what, what, did, what we, were you saying at the beginning of the season when we were talking about Keels? And before Keels you- is tra- Listen, Keels is going to be trash forever. That's my brother. He's going to always be trash. But when Keels is on and he's hot, Keels can make great plays for that team. But he needs the, the, he needs the team to believe in him. He needs him to be 100%. If he's rushing him to the line, let's get to the line. If he has the next play, let's get to the next play. Kills can lead a team to a win like that. That's a very winnable game. Which they quarterback, have to believe in the system. Which quarterback do you believe in more? Mark Diggs, Jonathan Kills. Damn, I like Mark Diggs. Mark Diggs has better um, – Mechanics. I mean, the guy throws the ball in under half a second. I mean, what do you what do you want me to say at that point? Mark Diggs can let that motherfucker fly, and he has the athletes to take off and be exactly where he wants them. Where he they believe in Mark Diggs. I have to go with Mark Diggs because they believe in Mark Diggs. But and why Kills, do they believe in Mark Diggs? <laughs> and you're you're begging a team to believe in the other guy. That's what I'm I was begging. Say. I'm begging. You know, I'm begging him to believe in Kills. Started your plea with you. You gotta believe. You have to. And if we go back in time and actually pull and and do the unfair thing and pull things that you've said, I would question if you would if you were there. So we'll see. No, because you got to remember. See, you saying that Kills was my quarterback at one point. You got to remember that I blocked for that guy. Yeah, and I believed in him. Hey, guess what? Win, lose, or draw. I believed in Kills every time we went out there. I'm one of those guys. If you're on my team, what year was that? Corey, I went to bat for you when people were in my ear telling me you sucked. I know. In 20, you still do. I be- yeah, I believed in you. And you saw what we did when when people believe in the quarterback. Corey, you didn't run. We Some people thought that wasn't possible in this league to have a pocket passer. You just need a fucking phenomenal line, which we had, and very good receivers, which we had, and an elite running back, which we had. Corey, you looked like a god against the Kings. We we lost a fake game in PA. We believed in you. I'm telling yeah, our you, the belief. Was that year. Yeah, our, our defense was all right though. We, listen, the belief, the belief in your quarterback, the belief in the system gets you way farther than you think. I no, even I, I play quarterback, and and yeah. and my guys in an 0 5 season where we have maybe the the record for differential. They believe in you, and, and they still drive five hours. And I'm not trying to pat myself on the back but i will ask you this question rob whose responsibility is it is it the team's responsibility to believe in a guy that you know if we're just being real and i've tried to stay out of this conversation but i obviously can't i'm too petty and that's just who i am that quit on them in game yeah how is do it you on reconcile the that like is it on the players that they need to believe in that guy or is it that guy Based on what he does in the offseason leading up, in the meetings, showing up on time, and being there every single time for his team, in the games where it's tough, doing the tough thing and allowing the coach to make a mistake and put in the wrong guy, but still standing there with your guys and not making it about you throwing a temper tantrum, whose responsibility is it? Is it the team's responsibility? It's 100% the the quarterback. It's 100% the quarterback. So, Snow Tribe, if you you want a chance, you believe in whoever's in the huddle. But let's be real, Rob. They have every reason not to believe in them, and they have every reason to be saying all of the dumb shit that I hear them constantly saying to me week in, week out, which I don't even necessarily agree with. And I won't get into the specifics of, but use your imagination. And on that note, it's time for the top ten. (laughs) 
And uh, let's let's just rip the Band-Aid off an hour and a half into the podcast. We just uh, went an hour and a half? No, no. Damn. Well, with Jared Odrick, our first oh, guest. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, oh, okay. And let's go through the top ten. It starts off with the Insomniacs another week at number one. At number one. Uh, the Baltimore Watchmen return to the number two spot. They're in action, as we said, against the Renegades this Sunday. The Trenton BIC are in the three spot. They got the win over the Snow Tribe. Uh, they'll be playing the Silk City Animals this Sunday on A7FL.TV. Uh, our 7 o'clock game, it's the Patterson U taking on the Boston Omegas. The U are in the four spot. The Sin City Chaos in the five spot after defeating the Covington Heist. The Heist falling off the top ten uh, into the bin of Rob's uh, ass teams. Uh, teams that Rob think are ass, but the heist the heist had a game fight. They gave... that that listen that ten is almost like a curse. Yeah, everybody's been there, and that's just been dropped yeah. immediately. It it is hot. Like the middle class of this list every week, kind of stays the same, and that's that kind of baked in. Like the the top the top third and the bottom third is a gamble. It is a gamble because you don't know what's gonna happen. Like the animals who were. In the top three last week are now number right. seven. The Tampa right. Nightcrawlers are at six. They have a bye week this week. They've all but locked themselves into a shot at the Florida Division Championship. I think it's a battle this weekend, whether it's going to be the Ghosts or the Orange who face them uh, in their Divisional Championship. Uh, the Sick With It, who we talked about, are in the number eight spot. Uh, in the Vegas division, the only other Nevada team in the top 10. And then you have the East Orange Renegades at 3-2. and two. They play uh, against the Watchmen this Sunday. And the Aces in the 10th spot, who are undefeated at 2-0. and oh, And it made sense to have a undefeated team in the 10th spot. There are teams that will probably feel that they belong on the top 10. Um, one of those teams probably being the OTT. But... You gave up 92 points a week ago. You scored 84. They got, they got it. They got, they got it at minimum a top 10, likely top five, three on one returner. Yeah, no. Yeah, Savion Cunningham is the best part of that team. Yeah, yeah, that's and 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 let's let's not get it twisted. For all the all the shade we could say about G Hurd, because you know he's not your traditional quarterback. I've seen him throwing a couple dimes, so I'm just going to give him props. No, there's there's elements of that team that are very good, but yeah, absolutely. We but can't look 10? past the fact they let up 92, and then the next week scored 84. That is a problem. That yeah. is a that is, I don't know that's how. Crazy. That is yeah. weird. That that's is the a, thunder hail a, of the A7FL. Exactly. That's a private conversation that Derek Duncan has to have with the leadership in the A7FL Nevada division to figure out what's going on there so that there could be a, you know, a, a closing of some of those gaps. And I think as these teams get used to the style and, 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 the, and I think the it's just players get, yeah, get players more getting acclimated. Players. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But how about this? We have our top 10 and we always go through it and say what we want. I think, I think a fair way to kind of put it out there, because the thing is, is that these are contentious. And when we have these conversations, Although, <laughs> although the gusto in which we have these has kind of waned because of things have taken care of themselves, but also it's like, man, they're going to hate us anyway. So yeah. it is what it is. I would like to, to offer a chance for all three of us to kind of say our, 
our one take from the top 10 that in our assessment of it that we thought we want to just add just to give the full context of some of the things that we've going. And if you guys want a second to think about it or better yet, probably 20 minutes for me to talk. I'll oh, I, have it. I got, I got oh, mine go right now. Go ahead, right now. This is a, this is, this is my assessment, right? I want the insomniacs to be very clear. You are number one in the nation. Yes. Celebrate, be happy, but don't for one second, think that you guys are going to easily beat two, three, four, or five. It, it, yeah, it's like not easy. You or six? Nothing. Or yeah. six? Don't, don't for a second think being number one in the nation in the regular season is, hey, it's great. It's a super great accomplishment. If, don't get gassed. If don't. two through four don't have a crooked number in the loss column, the Insomniacs are second maybe third and and the only reason like if the bic beat the u this is a different conversation if the u beat the watchman different conversation there's nothing to talk about yeah i think that i agree with that i i think that the the argument we made about the renegades in vegas makes it an interesting conversation between that seven spot pardon me that eight spot and that nine spot um I think that Ohio and Florida are benefiting from having two very good teams. Mm-hmm. But I think next year, if if certain things go certain ways and there's more competition, I think the composition of this top 10 continues to change. And we've seen what happens when the Nightcrawlers face adversity. They haven't faced adversity this season. We saw it in the playoffs last year against Baltimore, the team that basically are now the Watchmen. Right. Um, the, the 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 rare breed plus because it's not yeah. it's not just yeah. It's it's they're the, they're the they're extinct uh, crocodile species. Yes. The yes. rare breed plus. But when. Insane. We've seen every team from two to four in this division, in this top ten, face adversity. The Chaos haven't. The Insomniacs in week one. The Nightcrawlers in week six. And that's not saying that the games haven't been competitive, but actual adversity. Those three teams have losses to teams that are on their level. Right. And I think that when we move closer to the playoffs, once we enter the tournament, it's win or go home. And when you're faced with that probability, how how much more is it going to drive you? Because there's cash on the line. This is, these are cash games. It's a big drive, but that's what makes teams like BIC and the U and the Watchmen so scary now. If you thought you saw... If you thought you saw those three teams peak in the regular season, and, and that's, I, and that's I the think story part. More, and, and this is a, I think this is a controversial take. I think there's more on the line for the East than there's ever been. The, the okay. reputation of the Northeast teams in this league are world beaters. They are Galactus. They are the ones who have can created, controlled, and dictated this game for over a decade 
We are entering our ninth season. I love that shit. But when it comes to the seven-on-seven style of football that was created in town beef and perfected here in the A7, it has been Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Right now, Nevada riding a hot hand. The Sin City Chaos getting a hot hand. I don't know why I said chaos like Tejas. Chaos. Chaos. I was on a roll, too. Fuck. Um... When you ride that hot hand into the playoffs, there's nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose for an Ohio team or a Nevada team in the chip. The expectations are low. Right. Everything's on the line for a BIC, a Watchman, or a U. It's the closest we can get to Super Bowl One in this league. Because okay. now... Because now... It'll be Ryan DePaul writing a letter to Kenny Stansberry. Yo, don't fuck up the bag. I'm being hypothetical, of course. but I like, know, but the fact that you said that might have just put some fire under Kenny Stansberry's ass. But it's like, <laughs> but but we, we've we seen Kenny Stansberry and Chris Vera speak. They spoke right. on RTU uh, on a Facebook Live that you won't have access shout to. Shout out to Keith Salmons. Shout, shout out to Keith Salmons. Interception uh, on the year, by the way. Don't disrespect his no, name. He's still an active player, and he's got the stats to show it. But <laughs> there's already that sniping, that that shit talk, that back and forth, that, pardon me, Woody and, and Nick, uh, the, the parlay between Ooh. the two sides. And right now, Nevada's playing with house money. The championship yeah, is on, on their though. coast. Hold on, though. No, he's hold right. On, though. He's right. No, no Nevada is playing with house money. Now, they are. But when they got to go to Ohio to play, presumably, a chaos team that's, that's but, really But I, I, I'm putting Ohio in this, too, because whoever if, if Nevada has one game, yes. one game where the expectations for them are to walk in and win. That is the Western Conference Final. Indeed. That is the and game. They got to go to Ohio to do it. So that's going to be that. If they get past that, I 100% agree with you, Matt. I was just adding the context yeah. that before it gets to that championship potentially in or Anderson Automotive Arena, they're going to bully the hell out of that chaos team. I said it. Put it Demo on the bulletin board. It, right? No. The Insomniacs are going to bully that chaos team. Put it on the bulletin board. Put it as a receipt. Yeah. No, Get upset I'll, I'll about it. it. I'm not. Listen, I'm. It's Bobby, playoff. Mark that. Bobby, you got to go that. there. I'm going to be real with you guys. It's playoff time. I, 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 I've been playing in this league for almost 15 years. I'm retired now. Maybe. Oh, don't do that. Um, mostly. Mostly. I, I lose one of you every week. Mostly. I'm, I'm, I'm retired. I'm not, retired. Not in the playoffs recently, man. Joking, it's going to be in the championship game. It's going to be me, Zach Morgan, and Will Franklin calling the game. Please don't do this. I love joking, Zach and Will. Joking, joking. But when playoff times comes, it's time to rip the Band-Aid off. It's, it's, it's time to stop the coddling. It's time to stop. The Chaos have one damn test. They beat the Covington Heights. Okay, you guys are the Kings of Ohio. Now... If I'm a chaos, I am focused on that Insomniacs team because I just don't think Sick With It has what it takes to deal with this Insomniacs team right now. Sick With It is a very good team. Very good. Very good. But they need more. They need another they need another year under their belts before I can handle hand it over. Or they need to beat the Insomniacs. But right now, from what I'm seeing from the Insomniacs, the West Coast belongs to them. Now, if they F around and lose it. 
Shame, shame, shame on you, Insomniac boys, man. It's the same way I feel about BIC. The Northeast belongs to BIC. If they f around and lose it, they have to. They have to hear me. I'm picking. I'll I'm say picking though, a BIC Insomniac's championship. Okay. If you fuckers don't give me that, I'm gonna be pissed, and I'm gonna shit talk you for the rest of your careers. You fucked up my picks. Most of the years that we look at the the playoff <laughs> picture. Most of the years we look at the playoff picture, Rob, you, you'd be able to look at the teams, know the teams, and lo- like get it 90%, almost, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's almost a clear cut who, who might get in there. Now, now a couple of years in Jersey, there was like the top four, and then you didn't know. And, didn't and, know. and, right, right, and right, even right. sometimes it went the other way, and you were like, oh, I didn't expect that. But I'll say this. My, my take in what you're saying, Rob, is, is that if there is a team that somehow does beat the Insomniacs, whether it's another Vegas team or the California team, I think that that team is going to be battle-tested and take on the chaos and, and likely come out, even if it's not the Insomniacs. But we'll yeah, see. Anybody, yeah, anybody and who that's going to be a big game. Yeah, that's going to be a big yeah. game for the Ohio in Ohio. I think that's one sure. of the, the best ways that this thing could have broken it's for a, them. It's a bend-don't-break situation for them. Because we all speak to Skylar Hurd, who is one of the coaches for the Sin City Chaos. And their confidence, and, and I speak to the coach of the Insomniacs too, the confidence of both of those teams are the same energy. They, they have the same, I, the same personality, the same DNA. Once they They're get on untested. the field. untested. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, man. Go Once ahead. they get on the field, Corey, to your point, that's the f- biggest test for either of those teams to that point. And the reason why I give Nevada the advantage, despite the fact that they have to travel across time zones, and the guys from Cincinnati just had to do a quick drive, is the fact that these guys played in the fall. RTC, Scooter, all these guys, they played in a championship game this calendar year. They've been playing all year, bro. Yeah, and they didn't and, win and that game. Play- and they play, even though some of the opponents aren't that good, they played seven other teams yeah. with different styles that they had the game plan for and adjust to, and they have Can to I, work it out. And I think that that's a big part of it. But Can let I me ask say you the question, though. I think so. Do you think the Insomniacs heard the three on one where RTC joked about him and Trey and all these elite guys playing on one team? Because that Insomniacs team. We said it before, do, but do you I think saw that, some films. Do you, you don't, you don't remember death, when I, de, Do you think a Death Star Miami Heat early 2010 situation? Yeah. Is, you don't remember that's what they're good. doing, but does it work year one? It didn't work for the Heat against the Mavs. Well, and, and I know it's an apples to chainsaws comparison, but when what, we look at that, can we honestly say that a team what, that is gelling together man. for one year beat a BIC team that okay, has been in the trenches. But what is I'll it- say this is before we get to that, Rob, to answer your question, you don't remember when I when I, when I talked to you guys on the group chat and I was like, yo, the Vegas guys are calling me on a group chat and there's yeah. pandemonium going on. Because we just talked about a resignation that happened in the league and, and, and a coach and that 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 it, in a relationship from the fall and those guys that made up the core of the pit bosses that, that had the disgruntled situation with whatever, blah, 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 right? That started the co- the phone calls to see, yo, this is happening. Yo, what about this? You know, nah, let's let's do this. And then then we t- we heard RTC put in the further context because it seems like he was almost the ringleader in a lot of this. And Scooter Hamilton, who's the quarterback in Insomniacs, who's who's proven to me beyond a reasonable doubt that, you know, we've always had the question like, who's the quarterback? Who's the quarterback? Nah, that that that's the guy. 
They started having that that you know that you know you, the Death Star where 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 it's all the guys like yo let's just have a conversation. There's no GMs, there's no contracts, and in the A7FL, the Wild West happened in that two week free agency period. All of a sudden, the the Insomniacs pulled the biggest heist ever in the A7, and we had a team with the same name in our league, and they got all the players that were basically the mainline players on the championship game, not the championship team, but both rosters in the championship game. And with then they put very it all limited exceptions. Now, right. this it, is what I, this, before we go even further, I, I wanted to do my hot take because I let you guys do it on the top 10. And I just wanted to put this out there because this is something that I did say, and I don't know if I necessarily 100% agree with, but I like being that guy that throws the alternate opinion in. The interesting thing, guys, I would say about our top 10 is if you put no name next to them and just did the metrics, there's a team that has only one loss, has a really great point differential. And in that one loss, it's only by three points to a team that we think is one of the best teams in the league. And that team, we ranked at eight. And I have a feeling that they're going to be pissed off about that, and rightfully so. Well, but guess you... what? But guess what? It doesn't matter if you do what I say, because I, I would say that even though we have the animals in front of them, the night crawlers in front of them, and the chaos in front of them, if you were just basically looking at the resume, I love what the chaos are doing, and I really respect the night crawlers. I like sick with its resume better. And even though I know that the animals would likely beat the crap out of sick with it, and you guys eat that, eat it, because you guys have never played a player like Huff. Period. No, no, and that's I what I would I'm, rate. No. I would rate based on resume, sick with it oh, higher no. than that. So sick with it would have been my five in this, and everybody would have been pushed down accordingly. And then let's go back to the conversation you were starting, Matt, with you, which is year one. This is the dream team in Vegas. We heard RTC say. You think that if I had Trey with me, what we what we we could do something against these BIC boys, right? They did it against so far the regular season, and we'll see what happens in the postseason on their West. Matt, Matt, and that, we, that was a phenomenal one? question. No, it's a phenomenal question, right? I love the question. My my take on that question, my answer is if you're saying beating BIC, beating the Watchmen, beating the U is the goal, I'm gonna say there's a good chance they don't do that. Yeah, there's a good chance. What they happens? Won, they, what they happens look though? Like they got a shot though. What happens though if it's one score? What happens if it comes down it to the same? <laughs> what happens if it comes down to how last year's championship ended? It's it's a moral victory for Vegas. It's a it's a holy shit but, for the Northeast. But what's a it's better? A but call. what's a better? So what's the better outcome? For the league or for the, don't, the don't, team? You can't, for, for the, you can't ask two Northeast guys that. You know what I'm going to say. No, no, no. But for the league or for the team? For the team. For the league, for the league a competitive know. championship, obviously, is what you want. I but want a competitive league, title in most champ In most championship runs, though, when you're that close like that you were last year and you're only two yards away and on the extra point to tie it, credit to you because what happened in their offseason was a lot of turmoil, guys, right? Mm-hmm. And, right. and credit Ryan Shamar because I think he's done a better job this year galvanizing Indeed. the troops and, and, and bringing a, a roster that didn't on paper just automatically look better than every team that they played. Not right. that their roster doesn't look beautiful. 
And I know that I'm playing with them this week, and I'm not saying that because of this. They're going to try sure. to the next points They're anyway. very Rob, kind and handsome no, and I, reasonable men. I, I, tried to preempt, I tried to preempt this thing when we were talking about net points last week because <laughs> I saw a week in advance. So that's already over. For them to get back the number two spot in the bye is they have to win out and net points it. And guess what their net points is that they're looking at when they have to face the Renegades defense, which is only allowed, speaking of points, 52 on the season, I believe. Yeah, they, they, have, they have outscored their than, opponents 103 to 52. And other than teams that play absolutely zero competition, no disrespect to Woody Ness Charles and Joey Bate from the parlay, which I, I've been told is going to uh, have to be interesting after the beatdown that they just took. Oh, boy. And, yeah, they tried to they tried to have RTU on to talk shit about my beatdowns, and RTU had my back, so I'm going to just <laughs> shout them out. Check out their show. It's great. You guys got your ass kicks too. Watch out for karma. It's a bitch. But That's why we're podcasters, gentlemen. That's why we're podcasters. Well, I I, I also play, so I I, <laughs> I got to deal with the other side of it, which I, I'll take, and it's my responsibility, Omegas. You guys ball out, and I play like trash. But no, don't laugh at me, Rob. Come on. I'm get your ass back on track. What the hell are you talking about? Let's go. <laughs> He lost me for a second. I mean, what is he talking about? Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Yeah. I have no idea where I would just was. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. All right. I think on that note, <laughs> we will go to a tiny URL. Go to tiny. Yeah, but then I started. Then I started having too many jokes. And then I'm all. Then you said get back on track, and then you put me on the spot, and I was like. <laughs> I don't know where we are anymore. Shit. Go to tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. Action starts this Sunday live on a7fl.tv at 1 p.m. Eastern. The, starting us off this week, it will be a battle between the BIC and the animals. That one's going to be a fantastic showdown. Four o'clock, it's the Buzz and the Snow Tribe, and we close out the day with the U and the Omegas. Live look-ins across the league starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Some big games out in Vegas. The Sick With It are in action. The Force, obviously, in action. Uh, The Force and the OTT, I believe, are a game this week. That one's going to be a real interesting battle. You all right there, Rob? J-Rock's going to whoop Corey's ass. Yeah, because you, you provoked him by saying he's trash. I didn't even say he's trash. But I'm going to have to take the brunt of it. J-Rock going to fuck you up. <laughs> why does he have a Maryland accent now? I don't, I, why do you have a Maryland accent? You can buy merch with all oh, of our man. dumb faces on it at tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. I think I'm going to have to break this pod up because we're over an hour. Um, but we'll be dropping on uh, on Friday, we'll be dropping my interview with Jared Odrick. It was a really insightful conversation about CTE, mental health, creativity, and finding yourself after football and finding yours and he talks highly about the league talks highly about what it means to have this as an outlet for athletes for men for competitors to have that competitive fire and that competitive spirit going so please keep watch out for that interview it obviously will be on our podcast feed here 
on a7fl.tv and yeah i remember when he got drafted because it's recently draft time uh, yep. from penn state and uh I, I remember him also being really young entering the league so it's it's an interesting interesting perspective from a guy that's basically done with his uh, original professional career and he's basically younger than me right isn't he i believe he's around my age yeah he's around 33 yeah. so yeah he's younger than us <laughs> that's but, crazy he, he's already lived through an entire uh, profession and i'm still dragging on <laughs> trying to get to glory days oh man but, but keep keep watch for that uh it'll drop on the pod feed on friday um we're back next week with another episode we're one week next week's a bye week so we'll recap the madness and uh maybe do a top 10 we might do one next week oh to- we'll do a top 10 will it include <laughs> teams names We'll decide. <laughs> we will decide. It will be based on your behavior, audience. Shout out to RTU, by the way. He got a thousand views. That's yeah, my guy. Shout out to him uh, getting everybody in the A7FL players groups to watch that. Watch what was one of the most compelling conversations I've seen in quite a long time. But we do a pretty good job here on the podcast. Uh, Mostly. For the most Except part. for when I derail it and forget what I'm talking about, right? Yes. But uh, Jesus take the wheel. Better As long as it's not Corey uh, taking the wheel, we should be fine. <laughs> for Big Rob Fabian, for Corey Hammond, I'm Matt Ryan reminding you, as always, don't be an asshole. I'll try. Hey there, it's Matt Ryan. Are you enjoying this A7FL podcast? Well, I'm glad you are, because that means you can give us money. That's right, you can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. That's tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. Up there right now, we have some Thick Boy Season merchandise. We've got some Hus Hus shirts, and also we've got some Corey Hammond-related merchandise coming soon, a Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond's T-shirt, hoodie, and a whole lot more. You can get all of them right now, sent to you nice, comfy, and cozy at tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch, and also you can find it in the show notes. Now back to that podcast you like.